0: Well, he, he got like a fireball to the face, so he like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got like a little time off, I guess. They <laughs> <laughs> took
1: it easy. On. He got a little time off. And then there's yeah. just like, there's nothing wrong with his face. Yeah, no.
0: I know. I was expecting, I was like, holy shit. But, um, no. Nope. No, he's fine. <laughs> How did I get burned? <laughs> How <I get> <laughs> did, did I get burned? Did I get burned? tell you how to do your podcast like, <laughs> yeah you know, maybe you're new to this but uh, <laughs>
2: but, uh pay attention to we, me because we have all the answers we're on like episode 40 forty-five so- oh, shit. 40 something. yeah i yeah. mean wait andy do you want to oh well we should we should get the we should get the roar queued up first
0: i had it queued up and then i i exited out
2: of it that's all right uh andy do you want to introduce yourself hi i'm andy sell yeah, this is Andy. He's our guest. Uh, he came last week too, but we didn't record. <laughs> no, we didn't.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, last week uh, there was a miscommunication, and I didn't watch. I thought we were going to watch both the original Wicker Man and uh, the new Wicker Man together as bros, which would have been cool. It would have. That, been that fun.
1: actually would have been. Yeah, but and, um, I kind
0: of regret that that's not what we did. Yeah, we just w- separately watched it alone which somehow feels like more of a punishment yeah like we we all wasted more of our own time than was necessary but uh but um now i've watched both of them again and uh (laughs) and uh it's been like a week so i i know you guys are maybe a little foggy on it I think I took pretty thorough notes, so I should That's be good, okay. Because I, I didn't take forgot notes. my notes, um, and I wish I had. We're I mean, all, we're all gonna be holding each other
2: up. Yeah, one, we also yeah. know why we're here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Can, so, my, my
1: my overall, I think my overall thesis that I had after watching the those two films uh, is still pretty fresh in my mind. If the if maybe the details and some of the key terms are a little fuzzy. I,
0: well, let's let's <laughs> launch into, let's <laughs> launch into that thesis yeah. because you know there's there's a lot to say but uh you you've seen you you're a fan of the original movie, it's fair to say yeah 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 and um were you a fan of the remake
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um insofar as someone can be a fan of uh
2: something that they're not willing to of really punishment. defend <laughs> right, right. <laughs> i think i think that's the that's the crux is is as much as i Enjoyed watching the remake, and as much as I could get behind its kind of goofy, like, cult black comedy mm-hmm. thing that Cage was like misacting the whole time, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it to yeah. someone, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like, I wouldn't see, say, like, you should see this movie.
0: Yeah, see, I think I feel like I'm gonna have like kind of a contrarian hot take, um, to uh, d- 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 just to in general, because I think this was this was the film. Where Nicolas Cage became a meme. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this where, was like where that changed. This is where the he sort of got like he he was, uh, yeah. His, his whole uh, the our cultural understanding of who <laughs> he is as a public figure That's shifted. Fair. Yeah,
3: because, because of this, of this film. Yeah,
0: and I remember kind of the like build up to that, like in that I heard that this was goofy before I actually saw it and already as we've covered extensively i was already a, a big fan of the man's work <laughs> and um and i felt then and i kind of feel now that i i kind of don't get it i don't get why this film in particular was the the one that because um so my my hot take is that I actually don't think he does a bad job in this movie. I think he's just given material that it's impossible to do a good job with.
2: But that that's kind of Cage's forte, yeah. right? Like well, I I think his most outrageous or his most Cage performances are always when he's dealing with like really subpar material mm. and he just is, he just basically throws anything at the wall and see what well, sticks. Well, maybe. I mean, I I think like I I, I think Vampire's Kiss is a good movie
0: in you know like or a a, a better a a much better movie than um like a, a youtube clip show of it would lead you to believe and uh and i think like but and you know like a movie like deadfall is i wouldn't argue a good movie but really fun and entertaining and and he's you know fucking ridiculous in it um this movie I don't think is fun. I think I I feel like his his performance is kind of the only interesting thing about it and it's not I mean it's not a good performance at all. But y- y- how how do you okay, you can't move your arms or legs. They're putting a helmet on you. Um and you're, it's like, okay, act with your neck and your face and pretend there are CGI bees crawling on you and you hate it.
2: Like, how do you perform that well? There's no way. But isn't that just a byproduct of the, of the way that the entire industry is gone In, like, from, like, the mid-2000s to now, where it's basically, like, most of your performance is going to be in front of a CGI or a green screen, and the script is going to be not that good.
1: You can't also, like, Wicker Man, it doesn't... It it defies classification, you know? Like, it's not the kind of movie that you would expect there to be
2: any CGI work for an actor to... You know what I mean? Like, it's not... Because the original, despite how bombastic the ending is, there was something, like, very down-home. There weren't a lot of bells and whistles leading up to yeah, yeah, the not- sequence. So, like, it never feels like, oh, suddenly there's going to be some, you know, what if what if the Wicker Man itself was CGI? <laughs> like, you know, which, like, possibly it could have been. I couldn't really tell. Nah, look, that but, looked real to me. But it's just like 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 where do you how do you see the source material and then flip it? I just don't understand how they flipped it into what the remake.
0: No, well, that's that's the really real big discussion here and the big mystery, I think, because maybe there's some debate about how good or bad or fitting Cage's acting is here. I mean, it's ridiculous by any stretch, but (laughs) but you know, um, and I it it doesn't save anything. But it's like my I've always just been like. I mean, he's given more off. His performance is the only interesting thing about this movie to me.
2: Um, but imagine if you came in blind, like you didn't have any concept of the original. I think the setting without the you would be Neil LeBute. <laughs> you would and you would have made this movie. <laughs> yeah, but like I think that the I, I think that the conceit of the remake. Is such an out of left field if you don't know, like you know where it comes from. Yeah, but I think the irony of it is that it's be, it's kind of because it's trying to play it safer.
1: You think like it's trying to play it more middle of the road than the original. Yeah, is that what it's doing? I think it is because so the original has it's all it's about the religious clashes. It's about mm. it's about you know the char- the lead character uh, Edward, who um, or. Well, Edward Malice, but it's Woodward in the uh, yeah, yeah, in the original. Right, right. Yeah, he's this very Christian. You know, his, his whole thing is Christianity. He's right. a Christian. Yeah, and he, this this society he comes into is so pagan and so yeah. like it's so specific. The references that they're making in their to religion, and I think that that be, this film definitely it doesn't have that. Like Cage's character isn't this crazy Christian and the society that he goes to isn't necessarily based in anything, um,
2: it's like, it's identifiable.
1: like a Yeah. It's right. almost
2: like a non-religious, like cult, you yeah. know, right. or like where, 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 where they worship a personality mm-hmm. over like an actual deity.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I know what you said. Like the whole, the original wicker man is like so thematically complex and that you have this, you have a character who is, um, I think complex, um, the Woodward character and, and very like he comes in to, uh, we'll give a little bit of the plot. Like he's, he's a police officer who comes to this Island, uh, because there's a missing girl. He got a letter about a missing girl.
2: It's an Island. It's, it's like a, it's like a, uh, you know, an Island off the coast of yeah. Scotland, yeah. I yeah. believe
0: that's like Sergeant v- Howie. That's Sorry. like very,
2: yeah. very isolated. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. And,
0: and uh, and he, uh, And but yeah, he's like a virgin. He's like a a, a, Mm -hmm. (laughs) quite literally a a a forty-year-old virgin. Literally a forty-year-old virgin. And (laughs) and, uh, he's uh, just very buttoned down. And the people of the island are pagans, and they're so. There's all this like, just like free. Floating like sexual energy and paganism, and they're always old wearing gods. like
2: flower crowns and like, like skipping through the grass sheer, and like, uh,
0: white garments. And, yeah, like, yeah. But the, the, the a lot of the the thrust and the like the what drives the movie is the sort of being trying to get to the bottom of the mystery of what happened to this girl, um, while also trying to like keep his composure and not like completely blow up at these heathens. Um, and, or, and then also like, is he in danger and spoiler? Yeah. He's, he's the actual sacrifice and they burn him alive. The, he,
2: Nicholas. Oh K. yeah. Andy, we don't, we don't fuck with spoiler yeah, alerts yeah, on this podcast. i so sorry. I said, I was just saying we don't fuck with spoiler. Alerts oh yeah. On podcast. <laughs> Clearly just, just, yeah, just, yeah. To, just so you know, you're free to
0: talk. Um, yeah, so they like, uh, and then in the new one, like, who is Nicholas Cage? Who is his character? He's, well, he's nobody. And what is his drive? And what is even the conflict? Men, v- men versus women? Yeah,
1: that's what it seems to. Be. Well, that's what it seems to be. Is that they 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 took they completely uh, extracted all of the religious stuff and, all, and most of the religious iconography, at least the stuff that's like very right. specific, like the Green Man and yep. punch and you know all of these different uh, things that are that have roots in in in, in pagan, um, Mm. polytheistic religions, Um, and have replaced it with, uh, oh, it's just, it's a, it's a matriarchal society. It's a, a matrilineal thing. It's a, it's a gender, uh, um, based government as opposed to a theocracy, which is what the, you know, the, the
0: society was before the only law is misandry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right. like the men are um, had their tongues cut out and right. are used for breeding and uh, <laughs> custodial as a custodial class, and that's right. it. Yeah. Um, so it's like they're re- replacing the comment on religious differences with oh, this battle of the sexes, and it's sort of
0: like in this really short-sighted, yeah, narrow but, way. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, the original Wicker Man, like, had I think a lot to say. I mean, I think a key difference is that Howie. The, the cop in the original one is the one who's kind of being a prick. Like, I mean, he, Oh yeah, no, he he's wants, for sure the, the villain he wants to, to get, he wants to, he's afraid that a, a little girl is dying or going to die or whatever. Like he's driven by like pure motivations, but he goes into every situation like very condescendingly and, and just like completely uh, is just, is a prick to everybody mm-hmm. and, and in the new and then and, and that's the, the contrast with the people who are you know planning to kill him, but are actually like very <laughs> seeming very lovely and interesting and uh, like creepy, I mean one them one of them, one weird, of them offers like, to
1: fuck him, so it's yeah. like they're they're good people <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's like like I would rather live on that island than uh, wherever he's coming from but in the in the new one. Like Nick Cage's character is very nice when he shows up. He's, he's he is. I don't know. I think he goes to zero to sixty pretty quick though. I don't. Like, I I'm not as quick as like he. I mean, he he shouldn't go to sixty at all. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> well, and I think I think that I think that is generally where both films break down. All of the motivations for the for the cops in either version are completely external. Mm. You know what I mean? And like I I yeah. But I think I
1: think that this the remake does attempt to make Cage more sympathetic than the character in the first one because it, it gives you that whole thing with the mother and daughter yeah. dying right. in the car accident. Well,
2: that actually bugs me more because that's like the yeah. idea of using a traumatic event to just as a placeholder for like having some kind of emotional turmoil yeah, that like yeah. you need to well, get out. Well, it's just like...
1: But, it's kind of the parallels are drawn between it. I mean, and I'm not saying this is a good thing. Like, it's 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 an, it's an a narrative problem. Right. Uh, it's definitely bad storytelling. Um, but the parallels that it tries to draw between that and, um, oh, there's this missing girl on this island. Oh, and also the missing girl is the daughter of a woman you were engaged to. So there's a personal stake right. in it. So they're trying to give him more clear reasons. But I think the problem there is that... It also kind of serves to muddy his motivations in yeah. a way, like well, because
0: yeah, because uh, you find out that the daughter is his,
1: yeah. Supposedly. You, well, you, you find out it's his daughter, and but I mean, also it's just kind of so that when he starts throwing his weight around like he's not wearing a cop uniform the right. way that the sergeant in the, the in the first in the original film Sergeant Howie wears this cop uniform the entire movie right so like it's very clear the entire time oh he's here because he's a cop it's official it's right. cartoonish but
2: but it's official but and, yeah he's and he's, cage commits so many like <laughs> he's just, he's entering people's places yeah. of business yeah. and like rifling through their stuff. It's, it's forced entry, yeah. you know, you don't I mean, have jur- I mean, numerous characters
1: point out to him. You don't have jurisdiction, right? <laughs> like this is, we know what you're doing is illegal. So it comes
0: off as even crazier. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the thing is like how he does that in the first movie, but it feels in character with the yeah. sort of puritanical, <laughs> yeah. like he thinks he's right. And so he's, he's doing like it. it it's like, you understand that he is knowingly breaking the law because he thinks he's in the right, and we understand his motivation. But Cage is just, again, he shows up and he's like, <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm a cop. Hey, what's in the bag? Is that a shark? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, would, I just want to talk. And and then he eventually goes like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. Goes, he goes into the bar and
1: he's like, he just like orders a beer and is like super passive aggressive to <laughs> the bartender and then bangs his yeah wallet it, on the counter or bangs something on the counter and is like everybody and, he, and then kind of goes into the exact same spiel that. Uh, how he gives in the original film, but like way more just like oh god okay we're up here now mm. and sorry I had a point.
2: Well, but <laughs> well, it's it's also shitty detective work. Yeah, true. Because he's he's just making his presence known immediately yeah. and just blowing you know blowing the doors off of like any any sense of trying to gather information I don't covertly. like you yeah you're not like me like, I, I just I don't know why you'd go into a situation like if your entire the entire purpose of you being there is to find this little girl no one is gonna cooperate with you yeah. if you if you're come in acting yeah. like this yeah whereas because
1: Sergeant Howie is wearing the cop uniform and also constantly doing the like I'm a Christian thing in the face of all this weird paganism like it, there, it feels more official it feels less unhinged. You can see why. You see why he's doing it because he's wearing the cop uniform
0: and, and blah blah blah. Well, and yeah, and he's got the whole sort of like I am on the societal side. Yeah, of I'm right, on the side of right. And, I have and sanity. I have and office. Stuff. You are the others, and mm-hmm. and I am clearly I'm an emissary of the world where like things make sense, and so I have license to to treat you this way. Yeah. So yeah, but exactly. But Cage is there's just there's some a context dude, for it. I don't, even, yeah, exactly. I don't even know if he's there
2: on a f- official... He's definitely no, he's, not. because he doesn't have jurisdiction. Right? He's and he's just supposed to be on dude. leave, right? right? Like, he's yeah, on right.
1: leave. He's he, he, he's he not in any official capacity. He's pretending he is. So there's no context no. for it. There's no, there's no context that you can recognize for him to behave this way. And also, like, with the constant reminder that Howie gives you of... In addition to, like, I'm part of society, you are the other here, he's also talking about his personal stake in that mm. social context of
0: being a Christian and, and, and whatever. Right. So you his, know, there's my belief system is wrapped up yeah. in this being the way that things are.
1: Yeah. So it's also very clear that there's a prejudice here right. to, about him. There's a, there's a sort of a, a religious prejudice, a, yeah. a bigotry almost.
0: And right. That's the driving force of that yeah. movie.
1: But because in the remake cage, isn't painted as any kind of, misogynist really through like through any overt ways
0: he's nobody he's not they don't paint his character at all yeah
1: yeah exactly he's just a cop who saw something tragic happen and a woman left him because he's kind of boring uh <laughs> and now he's I in feel here like with this, this is
2: the intro of a lot of cage movies <laughs> something bad happens to him and a woman leaves him because he's just a blah person
0: yeah <laughs> like a uh, matchstick man yeah or, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. But
0: and, and that's I think that's where we get the performance that we get to is that he's again he's just not given much to work with, and I th- and clearly like he like Labute was just like you know okay work your magic and so y- you know I think he, he works well when you kind of rein him in and nobody really reined him in here. So he <laughs> we when he plays the like nice guy cop stuff he plays it (laughs) big and and then he plays when he is the bad cop he plays it big and he vacillates between those two in a way that just like to me uh smacks more of like bad direction or you know or no direction yeah then and just and a bad script. You know, again, I don't want to sound like too much of an apologist, but I I was just watching I was just like, well, how would I want him how what's a good <laughs> way to play this role and it just isn't. It's a it's a nothing role well, and Everybody else acts worse than him. I have. I think that all the other acting in this movie is really bad. I really love Ellen Burstyn. In yeah, it. I think I Ellen think Burstyn's I, I
1: performance Ellen, right. is terrific. It's like very. It's Louise Fletcher on Deep Space Nine. Level. Okay, like it's very much like her. I really love her performance. I like Sister Willow. Uh right? Is that her name? The, yeah, the, his, his, his ex his yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. I like her performance because it's it's kind of like our reaction in some ways. a lot of times the way she reacts to him, <laughs> right she's like, I don't know what you're like, talking about. What is your problem? <laughs> yeah.
0: What I don't are know. You doing right now. I <laughs> didn't read. I thought she was terrible. She just <laughs> she just has these big doe eyes the whole time and looks confused. I mean, because I know because her character, her is role is not supposed to written very well. No, and and her and what she's supposed to be doing is acting. Uh, she's a character who's acting a certain way to lure him in and mm-hmm. has to sort of like play uh play to whatever he's giving her and is feels kind of uncomfortable doing that so it like makes sense but i'm still just like
1: i think that's a whole nother thing too is the the fact that the reveal in this film does not work the way that the reveal in the first film works i mean it just
2: but does it have something to do with the fact that she is his daughter in this one i think it's i think it's
1: the fact that they tie him, not just the fact that she's his daughter, but the fact that this other woman is his ex and the and the, the reveal that they kind of go they send women out into right, okay, the regular world to develop contacts. Like his personal take to
2: ta- uh sorry, his personal ties to it really make it not work. So that that's the that is the fundamental difference, I think, between the two movies, because th- the remake even Replicate some of the scenes and set pieces almost like word for oh, word. Oh, his
1: speech to the children, yeah. Liars, yeah. where they're you like, Phallus,
2: Phallus, like all the little girls chanting Phallus in the mm-hmm. schoolroom, which is weird in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny but because in the. In the original, the, all the phallic imagery is about the religion, religion. It's, and it it's makes the sense. Yeah, right. and in, in this one, it's just we hate men. Yeah, and yeah. in this yeah. one, it's like
0: the, penises. The 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 okay, teachers, t- the teachers, the teacher's <laughs> like, what are men generally represented as? And the kids are like the phallus, the phallus. And it's like, no, that's not, that doesn't fucking make sense.
2: Yeah. And, Right. Well, but so I was going to say, like, despite, you know, recreating a lot of the same or similar scenes, the obviously the main change is that it's all women and that they quite literally send them out to like lure men in. Right. They're, they're playing some insane, like, you know, yeah. seven year like long yeah. con with these guys yeah. where they get impregnated by them and then come back to the island and then wait for the child and then wait till the crops fail. And then see, I think they do it every single year just <laughs> in case that's another thing just
1: in case the crops that's fail. another thing this film is not fucking clear yeah because yeah this w- so they would have had to have hooked up well before the crops failed oh right. yeah so so they definitely don't just only do it when the crops fail the right. way that the the original film uh implies right. the way that even the remake kind of implies yeah um so, yeah, this has to be a running thing they're doing. And because of that and because of the, the like, the overt, like, misandry in mm-hmm. the classroom with the uh, men are penises or whatever, yeah. like, if that, it also just doesn't make sense, like no, you said. No, it's fucking stupid. Um, because of these things, because these things are in no way an actual mirror of the way that misogyny operates in our society, they're not a reflection of that. They're a completely, like, left field like
2: take on it and this it, that this is the crux of why i think the movie is misogynistic exactly because it's yeah. Yeah. not well, <laughs> it's not even the fact that cage punches no less than 3 women in the course of yeah, movie honestly
1: it has nothing to do with the fact that cage punches physically assaults several women yeah. in this movie
2: but i think it comes down to that major change that it's all women and that they okay so it, 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 it well there and it, I mean, there's a
0: deception the, to them. The, yeah the, i mean the whole message is don't trust a bitch. She will get knocked up with your kid and then not let you see it. And, uh, then instead of, but instead of being like the, you know, demanding paternity, um, she'll She'd just dem- burn you alive,
2: what? um, with her crazy mother. Right. And, like- and, and, and it feels like it's almost the movies an embodiment of this weird idea that men have that like women are always trying to trap them mm-hmm. into getting mm-hmm. pregnant well, the- and like taking away. Uh, him on the dock.
1: This this is great because it's a it's a fake. It's like a dream waking up fake out double sequence, where he he gets the the girl and he wakes up and she's he's on the dock and she looks down and she's in his lap and then he cuts to him waking up from that which was a thing that was going on a lot at the time but then his reaction to it is just God damn it <laughs> and it is hilarious to me. Like, that's so fucking funny to me because it feels like a joke about how horror movies were working at the time. But I also <laughs>
2: like, feel like, like that's
1: giving it too much credit. He's reacting to the fake out.
2: Yeah. Well, like, I, that, that's actually, that I think is maybe like weirdly enough, the most, like one of the most honest, uh like like um you know That's things how I in the react? movie right because if if i woke up from a really fucked up dream to be in another mm. really fucked up dream and then woke up from that my first reaction would be like god damn it yeah. <laughs> like yeah it's
1: there's there's this again it's that straight the put upon straight man the like he's really more uh just dis, like kind of you know, ah, well, that's the way it is, you know, about everything. Then he is like freaking out about everything, even though he is definitely freaking out. I don't know. Nicholas Cage does this weird thing with his performances that mystify me. This
2: weird thing that Welcome just mystifies we're, me. We're like, you know, 25 years into his career. Yeah. And we don't understand <laughs> it still. Well, I mean, he, he does, right. He does these things that like contradictory
1: to themselves. I don't understand how, I don't, I can't think of another way to put it. Like, it's just, it's, there's there's so much juxtaposition to it where it feels like, oh, you're losing your mind. This
0: is completely bonkers and off the wall, but at the same time feels grounded. Yeah. Well, I, I know. I, I'm not sure how, I I think kind of what we've come to. Sorry, I'm getting a little excited. He, he, uh. (laughs) He, he uh, the keys that he finds to his characters are in like ticks and yeah. little disi- mm-hmm. and things they wear, the ways they speak, and sort of things that are feel almost superficial. And then I think he a lot of he, the way that he uh, chooses to play moments or lines just is comes just instinctually like. He wants to try, he's not afraid to go super big mm-hmm. just in a moment. And like, because I can see that, that like being like, you know, it's just goddamn it. In the thing he wakes up, and that could be played so many different ways that still get across the same yeah. feeling, but he chooses to just. Green yeah, it. he
1: chooses to play it in a way like it's like a dad stubbing his toe. Yeah. You know, or like. Yeah, like exactly. You, or like, yeah, if, if you, when you, when you break a glass. God damn While it. washing the dishes. And it's not even like your favorite glass. It's right. just a glass. So it's whatever. But it also sucks that now you got to clean up this broken glass. Like, yes, it's, it's like that. That's his delivery on that line, which is just, it's so crazy. But it's also so.
0: Yeah, relatable. I, I think I and I feel like he kind of like goes scene to scene, moment to moment and ho- and hopes that it all stitches into a <laughs> cohesive whole. And when he has a good director, they can kind of steer him or rein it in. And yeah. then sometimes his performance just completely is the movie, is the movie yeah. or completely walks Or if it's like, um the uh the coppola movie, uh, what am I thinking of? Oh, um, Deadfall. No, no, not that coppola. Oh um, Rumblefish. Th- no, the other one. The Sal- Mar- Peggy oh, Sue. Peggy, Sue, Peggy got Sue got married. I forgot
2: that, that was a, that was a Francis Coppola movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And where Deadfall. P- <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you meant the other Coppola. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no, not the famous coppola, the the other one. <laughs> Um, but you know, his, his performance is, is such just like, so over the top that there was like no reining it in. But like, but at this point in his career, like if, if he's with a good director, yeah. they can, they can steer the boat and he's game to do and to invent and to play. Like he's, he's still really, really fun to watch, but like, what was Butte given him? it's just <laughs> i it, i mean there wasn't much of a character there's nothing there's not a character it, it, there's not even much of a mystery there's nothing like well it's, it's
1: yeah just he i i also don't know if lebute like we said knew what he wanted to say what was because this? it's it, yeah, it, why? It, it's not that cage's character is representative of a misogynist society no and needs to be defeated for that uh and it's not that this other society that he comes into is actually like any kind of real reflection of of the ills of society just like flipped. You know, it's, uh, not, yeah, like it's in not a dystopian even, way, you know, like that really ill advised John Travolta movie from the nine 90- Did you ever see it? White Man's Burden?
2: <laughs> no, I, I oh heard of it, my yeah. gosh, no.
3: <laughs>
1: I've seen it. Uh, oh yeah,
0: right. It's like it's the, the races are flipped. Yeah, right? it's flipped. So, uh, so it's white like people the black are the
1: people are in power and white people are the minority. Why, would you, Why would you
2: make that movie?
1: Yeah, so it was a very ill advised movie. And this isn't like in ninety six or ninety five, maybe, yeah. and it
2: was ill advised even then. Uh, but so this this was like Michael phenomena, like Travolta. Yeah, right? this is p- uh,
1: pre-Michael. Okay, I believe if I'm yeah pre-Michael, post post Pulp Fiction? Fiction. Okay, uh, it was like right oh, he no. was just starting to kind of come back in right. and do more. Um, uh, definitely, uh, I think it might have been even pre Broken Arrow. I love that, or maybe movie. around the same time as Broken Arrow. But it was, yeah, it was bad. It's not a good. But yeah. you can't even make the excuse that the Wicker Man is trying to do that Mm-mm. because it's just there's no there's right. no
0: parallels. It's all off. I mean, even as a misogynistic. Tracked, it doesn't work. Right. Even like even that's, if, that's what's so confusing is it's not, it's not even like, yeah, even I if, can't even say like, well, this is its point of view and I find it reprehensible or wrong. Cause they just don't. Yeah. Know. It's not even bellflower. Like said, yeah, the, like, it's, it's just, it's just the subtext is like clearly Neil Abute doesn't understand yeah, and hates women. Yeah. But like, like, even,
1: like, even as a, if it were a, like an anti-woman polemic, it's too safe. It's too right, middle it's, of the road right, to like nothing, really say
0: that. It doesn't, nothing stands for anything.
1: And it also it just,
2: feels weird choosing the Wicker Man right. as the Why basis story? for that, uh, for right. getting that idea yeah. out. Well, which, I, which 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 makes me think that Lebute just had this idea for a movie, and the first one that came along that he thought he could shoehorn it into, yeah. he did. Yeah, or you or know?
0: that's just always on
1: his mind. On East yeah, Eastlake, I though. think it's. I, I honestly think it's just as simple as it comes down to. I love that we're theorizing because I couldn't find any th- yeah, uh, Neil abuse actual the, yeah,
0: all we can do. take
1: on it. But I think that. Um, Yeah, I think that it's really as simple as, like, he needed to do another movie. Uh, This came along. He he'd seen the original and maybe liked the original and kind of had a couple ideas for his own take on it. And then the project came along and he kind of was like, "Yeah, I could talk myself into this for the paycheck they're willing to offer me." And then he just made a movie because that's his job. Like I don't even think that I don't I think that he kind of maybe found some ideas here and there that really kind of like got him excited about it, but he didn't like explore them in the writing or in the you know direction or in you know telling a story um was he in the middle of a divorce though (laughs) like (laughs) why well it's it seems like any point anything that kind of like says a thing is unintentional uh in this movie so maybe it's just a matter of like you know him trying to create art in a political void and uh this is just what came out from him because there's no such thing uh so maybe yeah, maybe divorce. Maybe it's his Temple of Doom. Like <laughs> maybe it's his uh Kalima. angry post divorce movie. I don't know.
2: It's uh, yeah. yeah, what if what if all the women had ripped the hearts out of the men's chests. I mean then we're at least that's some imagery, you yeah, know, to tie yourself like to something. But the bees, the bees were imagery, right? I,
0: yeah, I mean but kind what kind of, of? <laughs> what else did he add? Like the other the scenes that he he didn't take directly from the original and then fuck up by draining them of any meaning are like there's like a scene where Cage walks around this barn at night, <laughs> like falls through the floor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Cage, the bumbling, yeah. fucking, the Pink Panther. Yeah, the Pink that's Panther, what he's doing. Exactly,
0: and it and,
2: is. You're right. It's literally the Pink it's Panther. It's the Pink Panther.
0: And but and but it's played as like a suspenseful moment. where you're just like, what do you even? want? Yeah. yeah. And and then yeah, there's the scene where he like. <laughs> he dives under the water uh not the dream part but when he like oh, he, goes when he goes down goes into the and little gets locked
1: in by the yeah
0: and and sees and uh, stays uh, there all night
1: or something and he comes and out of the water and he's
0: not all pruny he's not all rank come on and he sees all the jesus statues that they put down there in because I guess oh because it used to be a church and now right but that now they love bees uh, and hate men <laughs> like Jesus is a man there's
1: it's weird because that also that happens in the ruins right there's these ruins on the island uh, that are like I guess. The ruins of a church, yeah. Um, which maybe, and there's kind of like some implication right. in. Well, in the Alan original, Burstance. it's like, oh,
0: it used to be a churchyard, and now. Well, in the original, right. it's explicitly right. like that used to be. Sense. It's
1: st- and the building's still there. We mm-hmm. just don't use it for uh, worship know, Christian yeah. Yeah, stuff right. anymore. Um, but in this one, it kind of like there's almost this implication that Ellen Burstyn's ancestors, when they got to that island, maybe murdered all <laughs> of the Christians that were on, Because yeah. there is like a line, right, about like we didn't see eye to eye with the people that were here or whatever, right. you know. Uh, and understand. it's like so maybe there's this like dark implication there, which is kind of, you know, kind of a cool old horror trope. But it's not explored no. at all. <laughs> it's not elaborated yeah,
2: she, on. She gives the whole abridged history of, you know, we came here yeah. from Salem after we got you oh, know, yeah. shunned from the witch, which gives mm-hmm. it this weird idea of, oh, so they're supposed to be so your or witches or black magic of some sort that is also never explored. Yeah, there's also no magic in the movie. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> they're not
0: witches. <laughs> they just like bees. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they don't... They don't even do, like in the original one, they like do like a hand of God and there's like, yeah, there's, there's yeah, like, there's, r- rituals.
1: there's rituals, there's rituals, there's icon. there's like actual, uh,
0: like there's meaning behind iconography. the things that they're doing that in this, there's just, they're just kind of mean ladies. Do
2: you think that it has something to do with the separation of it being on, like, a remote Scottish island in the original versus just off the coast of Washington (laughs) in the remake. I think there's part of that, but
1: also part of what was going on in remakes at the time and in genre filmmaking at the time. Because,
2: like, the original was made, you know, um, 70? 70, early 70s. I think 72 or 3, maybe, something
1: like that. Um, God damn it, now I feel bad because I can't remember when the original was made. But, yeah, early 70s. So it's, like, post-hippie... Era, you know, like even in England and even in Europe, you know, there was a lot of this, you know, uh, although I think it took on more of a uh, Celtic kind of bent, like a, a, you know, return to nature kind of idea, return to pagan stuff like there was, you know, American hippies got really into like appropriating native culture, (laughs) cultural stuff. Yeah. Um, And I think over there, it was more about like our ancestors, the Celts, you know, the people that, um, but then
0: plus like free love. Yeah, exactly. free love, the the, the, return to the, the the pagan
1: roots as mm -hmm. like, you know, a simpler way of life, uh you know, none of this, Mm -hmm. but it was also kind of middle American looking like the island itself or not middle American, but you know, middle class, like it was a, a town yeah. with streets and, and it looked normal. It from the looked outside normal. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but all it the, also had, yeah, the free love subtext and all that and stuff. All, I mean, all the tells super text, all, really all,
0: all the tells that are, are, that it's not like quote unquote normal are, are the same kind of tells that like, somebody like the howie character would see if they went to like san francisco you know they saw like the green man and they'd be like this doesn't seem right but everyone everyone's being nice to them which
2: makes it more unsettling because you don't know how much of it is just his anti-christian prejudice right Right.
0: yeah well how much of it is just the uh, the, him being uh, being a prejudice being a bigot and you know, it's just like, yeah, why can't these people live the way they want to live? Right.
1: But also, the entire time
0: they are, but they're planning going to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. But that's why I think that is where the tension is lost mm-hmm. in the remake. Yeah. Is as soon as he gets there, it starts with <laughs> the guy in the plane who says, yeah. "I won't take you there." They scare me. Yeah, yeah. And immediately, as soon as he lands on the island, oh, we don't, we don't welcome outsiders here. This is private property. Yeah, they're acting more like red state republicans right yeah
0: <laughs> at first
2: they and they're just yeah
0: and they're just like straight up like scary in a way that doesn't read uh, like real people Yeah, and in the original there's very much that like urban person in a rural place like unsettling and like you know what's behind the this uh, hospitality and stuff and all of that reads like actual human interaction that is like you know loaded with class and religion yeah. and culture and mm-hmm. stuff but the, and then what's being unspoken like it, it's rich it's thematically rich yeah and the the new one is is completely devoid of that it
1: well it's all yeah exactly it's all it's all surface stuff it's all it doesn't ha- it's not rich yeah it, there's no it's- depth to that it's It's paint-by-numbers studio genre filmmaking of the mid-aughts. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, we got, uh, well, the woods are scary. People are scared of the woods. Uh, People are scared of, like, weird rural societies in the woods. Neil Beats, like, I'm scared of women. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm scared of women, so make them women. Um, Maybe they can wear animal masks instead of... um, you know, uh, Punch and Judy costumes and stuff. Like, and, and instead of having fun during the parade, they'll just wear creepy uh, animal masks because
2: yeah. animal uh, masks are creepy. Giant bear suit.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll have some blind, two blind twin ladies for no reason, uh, but they'll be old, so that's scary. And they only talk in uh, unison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, We're going to have a drowned girl thing because, uh, you know, we saw the ring. Um, like, it's, and it's just, yeah, it's just like checking off all the items of mid-aughts genre filmmaking, without, you know, without any stakes, without any depth, without any like, here's what we're trying to say.: and You can
2: see the finish line from the beginning of the movie.:
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah right. They, well they, that's, they, and they don't yeah. even bother to invert that expectation. but
2: no. you've seen the original. Well, but even, even not having knowledge of the original, you can tell there's no tension because' it's, everything is evil immediately. It's evil and it's after him. Yeah. And, and this is where I think the remake doubly fails. Not only is it not a good remake. It doesn't bring anything new to the table, and the only th- new thing it brings makes it a weaker movie, which isn't is pretty par for the course for modern remakes. Yeah. But I think really where it fails is they take three fundamentally scary things. They take cults, like mm-hmm. like the idea of cults and this sort of. Well, and the idea of indoctrination,
1: right? Which is which is what makes cults really scary, right? But then they don't
2: actually—they don't actually do it, explicate so, or even imply any right. indoctrination. Right. So which, they so they take cults. Yeah. So they take yeah. cults, which are inherently a creepy yeah. thing. Uh, evil children, which yeah. I <laughs> think that that scares the shit out of me. Like sure. a movie with like an evil kid Kids is are scary. Just yeah. no good yeah. because it's something that should be pure, and you don't even know how to attack it. Right, You know, because it's a child. So that's scary. But even that falls flat. Uh, And then the third thing is the idea, the the isolationist rural aspect of it. You know, where it's kind of a deliverance situation. You're out in the middle of nowhere, no contact with the outside world, and you're surrounded by people that – That are out to get you. Right. Those are strong ingredients. Right. Those are three really strong ingredients. And and they're they're, they're three strong ingredients that could work well together. Right. And And, and and none of it it works. And they have worked together in a better
0: film. Like, that's the crazy thing, is like he he could have done a remake that at least understood the original film and fell short of it. The themes that he's missing are just plain as the nose on your face. And instead,
2: he puts in a, a major plot element that does nothing f- i mean if if not does nothing for i think it actively makes it a worse movie which uh, is uh the, the 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 all female like pregnant yeah. you it, know like and like, I think like trapping men that yeah. whole aspect yeah, yeah the, the yeah. whole like pregnancy
0: thing
1: it just well, it doesn't like, it doesn't work narratively it doesn't work thematically i mean it could work
0: but it doesn't <laughs> all right so we, we beat we beat that into the ground what else is there to say this movie's dedicated to Johnny Ramone, I think you <laughs> <laughs> should point
2: out. Uh, oh, man, I love this idea of, of Johnny Ramone. Was he type. one of the
0: misogynist ones? I know there was... A, he, uh, he he was he's definitely like the
2: m- He was a diehard like, Republican, Republican I thought that was Joey. I thought Joey no, was no, the no.
0: conservative. Joey's, Johnny, yeah. Yeah, but, okay. And, but, yeah, Johnny, I guess, introduced Cage to this film. God, I feel
1: um, like a bad punk rock kid. I just confused Joey and Johnny Ramone. Whatever. Oh, wow. I mean... Just don't confuse him with Dee Dee. Yeah. He, he's the one that had a hip hop career. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. DD King. Uh,
2: <laughs> career. <laughs> career in quotes. Yeah. But <laughs> that, <laughs> that, uh,
0: that album rules. If you guys haven't listened to the DD King album lately, you should. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. I interrupt. No. So that's a weird thing. I like to imagine uh, Nick Cage and Johnny Ramone watching m- movies together because I guess they did. Oh. The music. Yeah, I was I was gonna mention that, but yeah. go to well, say your piece. I first. mean, the original one. Uh, there's like a story one of the cast members gives that, like in the middle of filming the original one, the director was like, "Okay, everybody, uh, we're making a musical. Like, actually, <laughs> we changed." And, and it and it is like it is. And the music is such like.
1: Oh, the music is such a it's, it's, it's so tied in. So the film. integral. It's it, exactly
0: it's. And, and the tone of the music is, w- which is kind of like. Post sixties, uh, it's all like, di- it's all diegetic, you yeah. know.
2: Yeah, it, it's yeah, and it's like um, it's like drum circle, acoustic guitars, like mandolins, right. but very bar, very bar British, songs, like, yeah,
0: pu- drinking songs, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and and uh, things that are again like not overtly scary or creepy, and are actual like a lot of those are are just real ancient songs, but um, the way they're performed and the context that they're performed in adds this like really complex, cool mood.
2: I would actually recommend to anyone listening that wants to hear it or just listen to it. The soundtrack is on Spotify. It's, it's it's streaming on like all major services, but the original Wicker man soundtrack is like, it actually, it's actually a pretty good listen just to itself as an album.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, but the remake is, uh, the music's by Angelo battle which I was psyched about when I saw his
2: name in the opening credits. I was like, here we go.
0: But, um, it's just it doesn't do anything. it's It's yeah. like the most phoned in shit. and it yeah, it doesn't contribute to any atmosphere god it's it's interesting, too, because, yeah, the
1: some of the names involved in the remake, it's like, yeah, this should be great. Yeah, this should be Angela battlement. I mean, I mean the, the the perform the actors. You've got, you know, I mean I still think Ellen, Ellen Burstyn, Burstyn is great.
0: I mean she's th- definitely the other good you know, performer. Lily
1: Sobieski, Francis Conroy, Molly Parker. Yeah, uh, like, you mean uh, Alma Garrett? Uh, yes, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> Man, she's terrible in this movie though. She's so
1: bad. She's so bad. Well, the only the only spotlight moment she really has is that speech she gives to him outside the school about death. Right. And it's mostly word for word taken from the original Um, And in the original, it means something because you just saw why the conversation is happening in the classroom, and that's not in the remake. So you have no idea why they're talking about this. And she contradicts herself with the whole, like, we don't use that word. And the we don't use that word makes sense in the original. It does not make sense for her to say that here, especially when she follows it up with, oh, she burned to death. And it's like, you just said you don't say the word. Yes. It's just, it's not it's not a good scene to just transpose like
0: that. Oh, it's you need terrible. to come
1: up with something else for her to do. Yeah, she the, the scene she got was not
0: And good. she plays two characters. She plays a character named Rose and a character named Thorn who shows up yeah. for no reason. At one it, it point, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. anything. He just uh, immediately after talking to her at the schoolhouse, he runs into the, her second character. He's like, "Didn't I just talk to you?" She's like, "No, no, <laughs> that's it." And you like,
1: wait, I don't get, I don't understand. Is it the same woman and she's lying to him? And does that mean there's actually some kind of supernatural element to this movie? Because just there just the, would have to be. Or, no,
0: they're or just, are they twins. just twins. It's like, just a lot of twins. People. They're yeah. just
1: twin sisters that are messing with people on this island presumably almost never because strangers never come to it. Right. So how is this – what is this act they've worked out? If And if, if it's not an act, it means that was all genuine, and so it's just more earnestness. Why are there so many identical the, twins on this island? Yeah. What's w- going oh on with boy. twins? Neil Butts a Gemini, and that's his whole thing? What's going on?
2: <laughs> I like that every single like thing that doesn't make sense in this movie can just be traced back to some – Weird subconscious uh, insecurity that Neil Labute has, or maybe that was Cage's idea. Maybe Cage wasn't
1: allowed enough tw- tweaks to his character this time, so he was like, "Okay, so you're only going to give me the the motivational tapes thing." Okay, That's where are my I tapes? Did. All right, but now I want there to be two sets of twins in the movie. Like, it's got to be some, I mean, it right. sounds like something he would come up with.
0: Well, we didn't, we didn't mention the tapes yet, which is like. Oh yeah. What, what, yeah. What, <laughs> what? That, that an inordinate amount of time is dedicated to, <laughs> and it means nothing. What, they're like self-help tapes that he gets at a truck stop.
1: Yeah. He gets these self-help tapes at a tra- truck called, stop. Like called, everything is okay. Everything is okay. <laughs> and then they're not in his bag when he searches his bag later, uh, which means someone stole them. And then he freaks out about his tapes being gone. But then they never show up again. No, that's yeah. it. That's, that's just a drop. There's, there's no point. more reference to them. It's just that. Oh boy. Why is an entire scene dedicated to it? It's the same thing. I mean, it's like it's like the women, the kid, the woman and her daughter that die in the beginning we're, were coming back at the end.
0: Okay, so wait, they're alive. Wait, were were they they were in the wicker man ceremony? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was them Probably. unless it was well, just unless it's just people just that look like two people them, that looked exactly like them which is even weirder which we is
1: even weirder to focus on I don't
0: and uh, yeah I just it just my brain hurts yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. um I would like Sorry. to point out there was there was a whole <laughs> stretch in like the beginning of the third act it's just a montage of Cage running around town, banging oh. on doors and like looking really confused.
1: There is Cage. <laughs> this, that's the thing about this movie. Cage He's gets so like, much great business to work with. You get to see Cage in a bear suit. Yeah. You get to see Cage riding a bicycle, which mm-hmm. is way funnier than it yeah, ever should have been. Yeah. And then you get Cage running around holding a doll. Which is great. How to get burned. Yeah, how to get uh, burned. Lots. Which is,
2: like, why the fuck? It was so creepy to have a dead, dead rabbit. rabbit. Why would you change it to
1: just a doll? I know. Yeah. It's stupid, you know. Oh, and the same thing of uh, the, the crow being in the desk yeah, instead, instead of, of the, the beetle, beetle yeah. winding around the thing. Like, it's just
0: a jump scare. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's all, That's it, all is. it is. Yeah.
0: And in the original, like, Howie is like, well, why on earth would you want to, like, hurt that animal? And in the (laughs) remake, he's just like, you little shits, what the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) You keep keep a damn crow in your desk. That's sick. That's 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 sick. sick.
2: Uh, Also, just mentioning Cage in a bear suit, one of my favorite moments of the film is where he takes the mask off and then runs up the hill, and all in one motion, (laughs) follows through with the punch. (laughs) It's all one movement. He starts running and just runs right into the into the sucker punch. He at no
1: point at no point in the in the awesome stretch of Nicolas Cage brutally physically assaulting several women, at no point is there any hesitation to any of his actions. At no point is there any inkling of
0: remorse about any of his actions. I mean, it's it's clearly like Neil LaBute expects you to be like, completely on board you're like finally (laughs) finally (laughs) someone's punching women wow if he would only just did it from the start well and the minute they got mouthy then yeah uh, and
2: and it's not just punching it's full-on physical altercations like he he steps (laughs) sidekicks
1: lily sobieski into the back wall, into the fucking wall (laughs) so
2: hard (laughs) that <laughs> knocks her unconscious she's gotta weigh like a hundred pounds right like i imagine Lily sobieski is a very small woman and he just <laughs> just fucking <laughs> like she's a bag like she's a kicking bag in karate class
1: just <laughs> what <laughs> what are you doing you maniac and because of how because of that it I like, I feel bad. It's kind of funny. It's, it's hilarious. Hysterical. It's actually like, hilarious. It's when he, the way the beat is played between him and, um, I can't, I'm just, I'm really pissed that I can't remember the actress's name. The Uh, who, uh the bartender. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's great. Um, the, when he just he just walks up to her, they exchange a look, and then he lays he just her out, punches her, just <laughs> yeah. with a full on all five knuckles to the and, face, and then it cuts like,
2: away, and you're like, "All right, <laughs> cool." Uh, my favorite line in the movie: "Take your stupid mask." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so mad about it. I r-
0: I really like when he uh, he. First arrives and asks them if they have a shark in their bag. Um, cause it's <laughs> so silly, and nobody uh, said Nobody tells them what well, it is.
2: Also, something else I noticed in the theatrical cut when they when they do the the um, extra ending. They have the super title that comes up that says like six months later or something or like right. months, uh-huh. like a couple months later or something. Did you notice that that font was papyrus?
1: Yes. Oh, it, the, the, the <laughs> it, I didn't. I have the, to rewatch. it. The credits it are papyrus too. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think we've just we've just nailed it. This is a papyrus movie. Is what this, this is. An avatar. This is this is the oh yeah Neil Labute's Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very papyrus movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, or at least, insofar as papyrus is its understanding of uh,
2: the Any, world, yeah. I don't, I don't know of it. See, it, it sees the world through through the lens of papyrus.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, my favorite Nick Cage movies are the ones that are in Wingdings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Nick Nick Cage is in Wingdings.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, he's, he's in the Wingdings of actors. Yeah. Sorry.
2: No, that's cool. Are we, are, uh, yeah, I, I, before we like, uh, before we put the outro on this, are we, are we all buttoned up? You think? I or, think so. I, I think, think so. we've said
0: everything that anyone ever needs to say about the movie. Cool. Uh,
1: I just, I, I feel,
2: I, I feel like I got a little too gleeful about
1: describing the violence. To-
2: <laughs> no, I, I, it, but it is it's funny. Just, the beats are played as, as comedic setups. Yeah.
1: It's so startling. Is it, yes. I think that it's so startling that like you recognize it's cartoonish and that's why it's funny and that's why so much of the movie is funny to me.
0: Yeah, it's ju- and it's
1: just like tasteless. It's, it's yeah, just, it, like, very it, tasteless. It, it's so much of it is tasteless. But yeah, I know. I think what? I'm sorry. I think that I think uh, I think we've
0: cool <laughs> um, exhausted. Uh, well, I mean, do do you guys? I I guess I want to ask like, do you guys feel like this movie deserves? cult status as like I mean I think like people who are not as deep into Cage's career as us would say like this is like one of the first movies that they would say in terms of like what's the craziest Nicolas yeah. Cage performance and and I still sort of stand by my contrarian take that I feel like this movie is actually it's it's weird but it's not it's not any more exceptional in my mind than a lot of the other weird shit that we've watched and that like his performance is like jarring because it's because this movie is just poorly put together but i feel like there's more interesting more crazy ones out I'll there i'll tell
2: you what it is it's that this movie came out the peak mainstreaming of ironic internet culture yeah and i think that is why because before this he put in absurd ridiculous performances yes.
1: but I, I was just about to say yeah. i think i think everyone maybe has a different jumping off point for that with Nicolas Cage. Mm. Like and mine came well
0: before Wicker Man. Right. right but a lot of people uh, were inducted into the church of cage through this movie. Yeah. This I think movie. yeah,
1: I do think that this is the movie that was like that was
2: the the watermark. People you know, were like, that.
0: "Oh, is he bad? Is he good? I guess we, we should just watch him anyway." The answer is he's good.
2: Yeah. All, well, the answer the really is it's moot, <laughs> really. The yeah, answer yeah. is it doesn't matter if he's good or bad well, it's because like, it's 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 entertaining yeah, to the watch anyway. way.
0: again, like I I, I forget if his we ta- performances are so well, I I I Sorry. forget if we talked about this last time, but um, there's the that you know, Sean Penn um, like insulted him by saying that he's not an actor; he's a performer. And Nicolas Cage was like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: true." And we'll I see, and this this is why Cage is impervious to any kind of criticisms that and you better lay than on Sean him Penn. about that. Because Cage is 100% aware and cops to, to the fact right. that, yeah. you know, there's no... He never demands that you view him in a different way than than you do. Because, yeah. you know, because he knows and, and he's playing into it.
0: That was the thrust of that interview, too, where he's like, this was actually a comedy, was he was like, people think that I don't get it, that I'm not in on the joke, but I, I, I do get it. And he sees that a lot of the appreciation is ironic, but he's just like well, you know, I'm just doing what I do. I,
1: yeah, I, and I think I think that's how he's always been. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that the Nicolas Cage, God, this is going to I'm whatever, I'll just say that's it this it. way. I think that he has always been that way about it. I think that he's always gotten it. He's always kind of dedicated the same, like, level of earnestness to his performance or the, the same level of self-awareness depending on what, you know, his interpretation of the role is, what it calls for, but has never changed, like, as far as, in his perception of himself and his work, I think it's always been like that. I think that the rest of the world had to catch up with him. To, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, if you watch older films of his, <clears throat> like it's it's the same level. I mean, Peggy
2: Sue got married. It's is it, the most. It's, yeah. It's crazy. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. At Raising Arizona. Like the, the the difference is in sometimes the films get that. Yep, And they
2: work around it, or,
1: or, make it, or it works make perfectly, use of it, it yeah. fits
2: into it. I mean, Raising Arizona is a perfect example.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and certain, yeah, exactly. Different films do it to different degrees
2: with mm-hmm. varying levels of success. I mean, uh, and like, even, even Adaptation, he was he was a lot more deadpan in that one, but I yeah. mean, his character choices the, were ridiculous. They, they were ridiculous, yeah. but they were specific. I, I think
1: that's the thing, is that he makes specific character choices. Yes. And... It only like when the script makes those choices too, it mm-hmm. works, and some. And when the script doesn't make those choices, it doesn't work. Uh, and sometimes when it doesn't work, it's just as good as when it works. Yeah, because you get something like the Wicker Man.
0: Well, yeah, and yeah, I think he also shows up, and he's like. He's not saying, like, well, what tone do you want this movie to no, be? He, no, no, he, he, he not. He says, here's how I see the character, and here's how I'm going to do it. And the, a director and producers or whoever can say, okay, and then y- that fits, or okay, we can work around that. Or they just say, okay, and then they just make the movie yeah. that they were going to make anyway, which yeah. is what happened here. and now, And you get the weird disconnect.
1: But I also think that this, in that it represents... Like, society's catching up with that. Uh, I think that that's where the problems start. (laughs) Because I think now, like he maybe is not doing it all the time because he, now he makes so many movies that I don't know if he has that level of... Yeah,
0: I don't know. I I, I don't know. We're going to find out.
2: I, I, yeah, I haven't seen all of them. Yeah, I wonder if by the time we get to USS Indianapolis, uh, <laughs> the if there's going to be any any prime cage free Yeah,
0: I mean, in the newer movies, it's to me it seems like he just looks kind of tired a lot. But uh, he, I, yeah, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I'm really...
1: I haven't seen a lot of his stuff recently but like I still haven't seen mom and dad I need to see that and I really can't wait for Mandy to yeah, come out same I mean
2: Man, Mandy screened at Sundance yeah, when I was there it, it, it's, it's it's everyone it's loves insane. it insane it's yeah. such a weird movie and I can't wait to watch it again I almost didn't see it because yeah. I was like should I just wait 3 years until we get yeah. get to it
0: <laughs> but no yeah I I there's I want to see those too but I'm just like waiting I'm just sitting on it cuz yeah. I'll, I'll come around
1: it's, it's, yeah. He's always got that. Like this, uh, do you see, uh, was it Joe? No. I heard <laughs> it was really good. It's, it's like, it, it's great. He's great in it, but, um, people can get it different ways right. when they're working with him. And right. I think David yeah. Gordon Green got it. I think the yeah. Cohen brothers got it. Yeah. I think David Lynch, I mean, David Lynch got it. Who, yeah. yeah David he, Lynch he got it. He got it. Uh, to some degree, uh, Michael Bay got it, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, he did for sure. Uh, or, or that, w- or it was just like serendipitous. I don't right. know. <laughs> one of the two, uh, Andy, what's your favorite Nicolas Cage role? <sighs> Red Rock West, probably mm. the John Dahl movie. Yeah. Movie. That
2: one is a super deep cut that I yeah. think way more people need to see.
1: Yeah. I really like that, I, although I haven't seen it in a while. But I, I love John. I used to love John yeah, Dahl. It holds up, and uh, I really like Red Rock Wax Is one of those movies that like I saw like right around the perfect time of like when I was getting into like really trying to watch movies critically, right? And because I want that's when I around the time I decided, oh, this is what I want to do, mm-hmm. and like really getting into like. Filmmakers, It might have been less of a Nicolas Cage thing for me and more of a John Dahl thing, but
2: I thought he was yeah. great in it. He was great. Also, I, also one of Dennis Hopper's uh, yeah, best yeah, performances. Yeah, Dennis Hopper's great
1: yeah. in that. Um, and he was in a lot of stuff at that time that he was not great in, but he was great in Red Rock West. But I, I also kind of want to just be like raising Arizona. Like, yeah, he's so great funny. in that, yes. in that movie's So good. Although I think my, my jumping off point with Nicolas Cage where I realized like, Oh, <laughs> This guy's doing something different. Yeah. Was uh, Snake Eyes? That was the movie that I saw where I was
2: like, "Okay, here we go." I actually weirdly really enjoyed that yeah. movie. Yeah, me too. And I hadn't seen it till like a year ago when we watched it for this, oh, really? for this podcast. I've been
1: I haven't seen it since it was in the theater, and I've been wanting to revisit it, but I've also been should. afraid to. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah you, yeah, should. No, you I, should. I think
2: I think it's still I think it's still worth seeing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Anything that you want to plug? I rambled a lot. That's okay. <laughs> well,
2: like do do we'll you, do you have it it any out. shows coming up? Do you have anything yeah. you're working on? No, I well I
1: am working on a podcast called Ghoul School and we are supposed to go up this month. I don't we're still I'm we're working on it.
2: <laughs> uh, we're working I, on we it. trust me, we understand yes. it takes, a lot, it takes a lot of work.
0: Yeah. Um for almost no reward <laughs> just the, re- the reward of having done it. the reward it. is
2: yeah. having you in my living room yes. talking yeah. about the No, this man. is great yeah. yeah um but i i do i
0: am i am one of
1: three hosts for a podcast called three dollar pod y'all <laughs> which is a limp biscuit podcast it's about the history of limp biscuit we go over the history of the band limp biscuit hell yeah and it's fun um sounds fun it's a fun podcast uh, with Travis Clark and Adam Todd Brown are, are the co-hosts on that. Um, and I run a monthly show called We Still Like You. It's a storytelling show out here with uh, Dan Sheehan and uh, Evan Wood. It's a storytelling show. It's about shame. Uh, performers, usually comics, tell stories it. of shame. Of what's, what's that shame like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me, uh, it's, it's the best. I yeah. love it. I feel it all the time over everything. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, it sounds like a
1: good show. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yes. But it's a, it's a monthly storytelling show that's at a house in East Hollywood. Um, there's a Chicago one. There's a Louisville one. There's a Denver, Colorado one. And there's a podcast called We Still Like You that uh, takes stories from the live show and puts them on the podcast. And it's cool. great.
0: <laughs> Last bit of business. Um, before we go out, can you do a Panther Roar?
2: I mean, like it's it's like like we're like we we ask all of our guests to do a panther roar for the outro. Do you want to play him? uh, Do you want to play him? (laughs) Like that? that I think I just
1: I think I just got a bunch of phlegm.
2: Just do it again.
3: Terrible about that. That's a bad noise. Is this is this shame? Yes, this is <laughs> shame. I feel this ab- about everything all the time. Uh, what what movie do we have next, Dave? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Oh man. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Love Ghost, Ghost Guy. Oh Ghost man. All right. Well, uh, thank you. This. This episode took no less than three and a half weeks to gestate. Yeah. Uh, by the time I edit it and get it up, it'll, it'll be probably be another hours, four man. days. <laughs> uh, and it'll be three hours. But first, thank you, everyone, first, for sticking first, around. Uh, as always, um, please uh, like and um, rate us uh, yes, on whatever. Rate us app on the you thing. listen to us. Give on. us, oh, five give us yours that helps goose the algorithm yes. and, uh, uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. rent some Nick Cage movie that you've never heard of before and watch it just for fun and be surprised. <laughs> That's treat, my advice. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Red Rock West. Rent Red Rock yeah, West. Get yeah, get Red Rock West and Snake Eyes. Why not? Why Buy Double them. feature. Buy yeah, them on it. Blu-ray. Double feature. Are they on Blu-ray? Probably. Probably. Uh, All right, this has been another thrilling episode (laughs) of Heat Seeking Panther.